Welcome to our Frontline City Church podcast. This message will activate and inspire you in the supernatural love of God to find your purpose and reach your destiny through Christ. That would have been enough if the staff just had a few green leaves on it. If the staff just had a few pictures on of how it looks like if it was sprouting. You see there, that little twig was beginning to sprout. So that would have been enough if God did that. But God said what he then did, um, not only sprouted, but blossomed, budded. Can we have a photo of budding? Yeah. And blossoming. So there you can see some of the green ones are the buds and the white ones are the blossoming. I'm going to speak just now about what each one means. And it even bore fruit and it produced almonds. So overnight, this staff of Aaron's went through the process of sprouting, budding, blossoming, and bearing fruit in 24 hours. How long is that supposed to take under normal conditions? That would have been enough. That is how from a piece of stick it did all of that overnight. Under normal circumstances, it takes between 5 and 12 years from the time it starts sprouting until the time it produces fruit. So what God was saying here, when the season ending time comes, I'm going to accelerate you so fast what you expect to happen in 12 years. I'm going to do in one night. Where do you plan to be in your life in 12 years' time? Maybe married with children, a house, a paid-off car, a business. Where do you want to be in 12 years? Manager of your whole division? What are you expecting to be in five years' time? Maybe your own church? Oh, now it's got quiet. I'm not seeing everybody jump up and shouting, yes, Lord. I'm praying for church planters in front line. I'm praying God to bring in millionaires. I'm praying God to accelerate the people of front line in such a way so that things happened what would normally take five to 12 years that it happened overnight. It would have been enough to establish who Aaron is if he just sprouted. Because that's what Moses asked of God. But God decided to go way beyond that and blossom and bud and bear fruit all in one night. Then Moses brought out all of the staffs um, from the Lord's presence, verse 9, to all the Israelites. And they looked at them and each of the leaders took his own staff. The Lord said to Moses, put back Aaron's staff in front of the Ark of the Covenant law to be kept as a sign to the rebellious. This will put an end to their grumbling against me so that they will not die. Moses did just as the Lord commanded him. So an almond, let's talk a little bit about the symbolism of this process. Do you understand this process a little bit? Aaron ran around during the pandemic and brought change. By having the coal and the incense. Secondly, there came a thing that said people are not sure about who the priest is in this process. So they said, let's prove it. Maybe people are saying to you, who do you think you are to minister to us? What gives you the right to minister to us? 
Well, I'm telling you, God's going to accelerate your life so fast that people will have to take note. Nobody could argue about what God did to Aaron's staff. Nobody could say, but he's not chosen by God because of the acceleration that God put upon him. So the almond has always been a well-known symbol of resurrection because it's always the first tree to flower when the season changes. That's why Aaron chose an almond stick, because it's the sign of resurrection. It's the sign of change. When you see the almond blossom, you know the winter has come to an end. I want to tell you the almond is blossoming in your life. The winter is coming to an end. The winter is coming to an end. This is a season-changing time. This pandemic is making whatever your level was before this pandemic coming to an end. This is the new level. Woo! Sprouting. Can you imagine a farmer that has planted a whole big field and those first green buds come out? Hey, man, my crop is coming! What I've sown is beginning to bear fruit. There's the first sign of it is those green sprouts, those new things. So it's new life. It is growth. It's confirming the promises and it confirmed the position of Aaron. Sprouting is all that they asked to confirm. So even if you're not seeing the fruit yet, the sprouting, those little beginnings, those little contracts, those things that you think is going to change things. You don't have the money in your pocket yet, but you have this new hope. You have this new vision. You have this new plan. That is the sprouting time. Then budding happens at the change of the season, at the end of the winter. Eh? Those little green buds start forming on the end of them. They're not quite open yet in blossoms. A bud is different to a blossom in that it's closed and hard. But it holds all the promise of the beautiful flower. It holds all the promise that it's going to open up. It's going to change. And then comes the blossoming. Hey, if I tell you you are blossoming where you are, what am I saying? I'm saying you're doing well. I'm saying you're looking good. I'm saying it works for you. If I say that bride just blossomed the day as she walked down the aisle, it means she's smiling. She's happy. She's knowing what's happening. If I say a pregnant lady is blossoming in her pregnancy, then I'm saying she's just glowing. She's beautiful. She's attractive. Tell somebody around you, you are attractive. Tell them, I'm attractive. You see, what as a blossom does, it attracts the pollinators. Dead water and anything dead draws flies and bromers and all kinds of stuff. But a beautiful blossom draws the pollinators. More's the one that will make your seed grow. That's why we have to be attractive. Say to yourself, I'm attracting the pollinator that is going to take me to a season of fruitfulness. I'm not attracting flies and stuff. I'm attracting bees and their cohorts. Whoa, church, you are attractive. You are drawing people. Frontline, you are attractive. You are drawing the pollinators because God says this is the time of blossoming. Just like a blossom is beautiful and nice to smell and beautiful, so a woman is that beauty to draw the one that is going to make love with her and through that procreate. 
That is the same picture that God has from the blossoms. Okay, it's got quiet here, but do you understand what I mean? God does something beautiful to attract somebody that will take you to your next level. Then the fourth thing that happened, they produced fruit. Hey, almonds came. What I said just now, it's going to take five to 12 years in the natural. It happens overnight in the supernatural. That's why we serve a supernatural God. Because in the natural, hard work and effort and good behavior will bring results. But it will take time. In the supernatural, you still have to have character. You still have to do things right. But God steps in and just throws you over into another level with one meeting, with one appointment, with one thing. He throws 12 years of hard work out of the window and brings you to that place. So don't look at how it feels right now in your winter season. Know that God's going to do overnight what would normally take weeks, months, and years. The almond tree takes 5 to 12 years to produce. Sorry, the fruit means fruitful, valuable, successful, and it carries the next generation. It is the seed for the next generation. And God always says, I will give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. From that almond, keep the picture up. Some of that is for planting. Some of that is for the next trees are going to grow from that. And some of that is for the blessing of the farmer. Some of that is there to bless you. So God does all of these seasons in one night. And all that Moses asked for was for sprouting. And God does much more than what Moses asked for because God's favor is on that place. God's doing something new and something fresh. Are you ready for something new and something fresh? Expect a time of blessing at the end of the pandemic. Woo, this is your almond time. Hey, this is your almond time, boys and girls. This is your almond time, men and women of God. Oh, Let's just look again at 1 Peter 2 and verse 9. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. You weren't saved just to sit on your home and be quiet. You weren't saved just to be successful. You were saved to shine his light. Christians, we have to declare the end of this pandemic. We have to declare the new season. We have to say, just like Abraham did, for the sake of 10 people, God, do not destroy our country. For the sake of those that have said, God, we trust you, do not bring an end to the people, but bring an end to the pandemic. I want to now pray over your family, over whichever way you've put something in front of your phone. If you've got nothing to put down, you don't know what to do, just stand up on your feet. Hold hands as a family if you are together as a family. Yes, let's stand. Let us stand in the presence of God. And I'm going to pray over you for that blossoming. That's sprouting. 
that bearing of fruit, that buds to come forth. Lord God, you kept me awake the whole night because you said this is a season-ending word. This is a level-changing word. This is a sprouting new time, new vision, new processes, time for Frontline and the people of Frontline. I declare to wherever you are, family. Oh, yes, I see families taking hands. And the power of God hitting right there in their home. And they realize they're not alone. They're not going to stay in the season. God is going to change the season. I see people taking off their ring and placing their ring in front of their cell phone. I see people putting photos down in front of the altar. With tears in their eyes. Maybe even a loved one that was the head of the family. We're putting them down there at the altar, Lord God. And we are expecting a sprouting, a budding, a blossoming, and a fruitfulness to come forth. Amen. 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 Oh, you may be seated. People, as I've prayed over your family. Maybe you're saying, I cannot put something in front of the altar because I've never given my life to Jesus. Then now is your moment. Don't be excluded of what God is going to do after the pandemic. Don't be the ones whose altar, whose stick was there in front of the altar and just got carried away. You know what? I hear some people saying, I've tried this before and it didn't work. And God says this to you. You're like somebody that's coming to the bank and asked for a loan. And when they asked you for a pay slip and a proof of residence and all of those things, you walked out and says, banks don't work. No, banks don't work. You just haven't prepared well enough. It's time that you prepared to give your whole life to God. You cannot come to the bank and ask a loan without doing what they're asking you to do. You cannot ask God to bless you without giving your life to Him. Today is your day to give your whole life to Jesus. Today is your day that you're saying, I'm not going to stay in the place I'm at. I'm going to sprout, blossom, bud, and bear fruit. Oh, Shender. Can I pray for everybody that's giving their life to the Lord? If you, this is your moment and you realize God is speaking to you, Somehow let us know. WhatsApp your name. Comment your name. Do something to give your life to the Lord. I'm going to pray with you now. Because I believe you heard something in this sermon that says, I want to give my life to this God. I want to be part when God does something fresh after the pandemic. It says, Heavenly Father, just close your eyes and pray with me. Or you can read it off the screen. Heavenly Father, I come to you today. Acknowledging that I'm a sinner in need of a savior. I ask for forgiveness of my sins and receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I believe that he died and rose so that I may belong to you. Thank you that from this moment on I am forgiven, free, and that I am now a child of God. Oh, Shiandara Nakashata. Father God, for every single one who prayed this prayer, 
I ask you, Lord God, that you'll give them the courage to reach out on the WhatsApp or reach out by placing their names on the comments. Say, I've given my life to the Lord today. I've run for most of my life, but today I've given my life to Jesus. Today I want to feel part of it. Oh, shit. Office of Frontline, I encourage you to make sure that any name that comes through any of these ones that we make, reach out to them. Because God is going to reach out to these people. They might not be up here that we can give them a gift or anything. But we need to make sure we reach out to them. Now I want to pray for all those who are sick at this time. God said to me, Hannes, be the incense in the censer and take the flavor of my healing into the midst of the pandemic. Be the incense that are on the altar. Make sure your fire is there. Make sure you are on fire because I want to touch my people in this service. I want to reach out to those who are on the end of death who have been praying sometimes for years for issues. Now is your moment of healing. Father God, I can't lay my hands on the people right now. But your presence can reach out through the screens and touch them wherever they are and tell them that your hand of healing is upon them. I speak healing in the name of Jesus. The same way that the pandemic stopped when Aaron ran out amongst the people and he stood amongst the living and the dead. So I stand amongst the living and the dead right now. And I believe your incense is reaching out. Somebody says, why am I starting to cry? Why am I feeling shaky? What is happening? It's the power of God that is touching you. It's the power of God that is reaching in you. If you're starting to shake, share it there on the group saying, oh, I'm just feeling the power of God. If you had pain and it's now gone, share it there on the the group, because I believe God is reaching out right now into your situation. You were booked for an operation. You don't need to go for the operation because God has done a process. In the last few days, I've heard of many sore knees. So I want to pray for sore knees now. Lord God, for people with hurting knees, I speak healing into it right now. For those that have got breathing issues relating to COVID, I speak healing into it right now. Fresh air in a brand new breath. Oxygen goes up now. Oxygen saturation goes up now in the name of Jesus. Praise God, praise God. If you have any other prayer requests, please send it forward. I will look at it later on today and pray for you. And there's people online right now that can pray for you. So put your name and your request there if I didn't pray for your specific request. Maybe I need to also just address the financial issue. Oh, Lord Jesus. I can share a testimony quickly financially. Our business has been going through tougher than tough things. And we've been lying awake at night saying, God, how is this going to work? How are you going to pull us out of this? How is that going to move? And out of the blue, God gives us a contract that is outside of what we're doing right now that 
is just a very few people in South Africa has that door. And I'm still standing amazed because it can only be God. It's not yet money in our pocket. It's not nothing has changed yet. But it's a contract that will change our lives over many years. That just came out of the blue. God says, okay, now I'm shifting this thing. That thing's not working, but I'm doing a new thing. And I can just give God honor that through these weeks, at the beginning of this week, I didn't know how we were going to pay salaries in the church, and I didn't know how we were going to pay salaries at our workstation. But we stand, the 25th has come and gone, and everybody got their salary. Everybody got paid. And I just thank God for that. Already we need to move our faith to the next place and trust for rent and other things. But what needed to be done during June was done in June. And for that, I give God all the honor and glory. Now I want to make an announcement for Frontline. Those who were here last Saturday knows that on the prayer list, not yesterday, the week before, on the prayer list was our own property. Well, there's a property that's been in the market for a while and that we've wanted, but it was way more expensive than what we could afford to even stretch our faith out for. So directly after this meeting at 11.30, I'm signing an offer to purchase. Yeah. <laughs> On number 13, Johan Road. Just up the road here yeah, on the corner of Taylor Road and Johan Road. <laughs> it's still going to need a miracle for it all to come to pass. But in our most difficult month in the last five years, God says, buy a property. <laughs> in our most difficult time, a deal comes along that is such a great deal that we just cannot believe it. And we are so excited. We have so much vision. We have to step as a church into another process. But God's going to do it. God has promised it. Come on. Sorry. I can't believe I didn't know this was going to happen. I didn't know. I'm going to be so overwhelmed, but God's anointing is here. We've had so much vision for so long, but there has to come an end to the process of putting money into somebody else's property. God says, faithful in little, faithful in much. And we have been as faithful as what we possibly can to this property. I believe there is still another offer on the property also of a church. So we're not going to pray that it doesn't work out for them because that would be wrong. But we are there. If they don't, they have still got some days to get their things sorted and they need to sell another building and they're from another area. So we are just putting there in. If that doesn't happen for them, then it will be ours. And in the meantime, we need to get all of our ducks in a row and trust God for more finances than what we've ever trusted God for. Trust God for favor from the banks. Trust God for supernatural things. So, church, we are on a new journey. It's not an overnight process. Well, we just heard that it is, but... <laughs> oh, praise God, I can't see through my glasses. But 
This is the time of the almonds. This is the time of the sprouting. I would like you to reach out your faith with me that God's doing it. A while ago, Pastor Nikki van der Westhuizen stood here and he declared that our own property will come. And uh, I believe it is now is the time. I believe now is the moment. So pray for me at 11.30. We were on our way to go and sign yesterday afternoon when the accident with mom's hand happened, so we had to cancel. But I believe God says today is the day. We've checked it through the leadership. We've taken our time and prayed, and we believe this is the moment to make the offer and to allow God to operate. So I would like you to reach out your faith with me for supernatural provision beyond what we can imagine. Lord God, you've told us for a while already it's time to move. It's time to do the next step. Because of that, we have not spent money in the last while on this premises. We've trusted you for the next step. Father God, collective as frontliners now, we stand and say, Father, we didn't take this bold step. And we are going to believe you for our next move. Come, Holy Spirit, and guide us and lead us and anoint us and let it sprout, bud, blossom, and bear fruit in a shorter time than what we can imagine. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless. Um, I just want to say this, that both this preaching and the process of buying the church. I have shared with Apostle Nicky, and he has put his blessing upon it, and he has, this word actually originated when he was preaching during this week. Um, he said something that piqued my interest, and I went to go and study the word, and then God just spoke. And that's the true sign of preaching. It's not what somebody says, but it's the atmosphere that is created in this preaching that allows you to hear something else from God. It's not only the word that is being preached. It is the atmosphere that is created. And I believe God has this morning created an atmosphere of faith for us to step into our next season. God bless you. Have a great week. Uh, we'll see you at the well during the week. We're going to see you at home cells. God is going to do great, great things at this time. God bless. We hope that you enjoyed today's message. Our services are streamed live on our Facebook page every Sunday morning at 9.30. For more information and resources, please go to our website, www.frontlinecitychurch.co.za or look us up on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube.